0: Welcome to the PSDcast with your host, Jason Lumberg with Power Systems Design. With every new technology comes a host of new regulations and taxes, for better or worse. They can help overcome societal barriers, but they can also create their own sort of barrier, slowing the text development. And once the fees are sorted out and passed on to consumers, creating a barrier to entry for the average person. One of the fastest-growing technologies today, electric vehicles, are caught up in all sorts of red tape and new taxes. Take a new law in Kentucky that'll force places like businesses, churches, or libraries that offer electric charging to the public to pay a monthly usage tax to the state. And on the line to discuss this and other new regulations and their impact on businesses is Sumit Chauhan. Co-founder and Chief Operating Officer of Cerebrum X, which deals with connected vehicle data trends. So, Sumit, thanks for joining us, and let's start with this. What are the one or two most burdensome regulations for electric vehicle owners and service providers in the United States?
1: Yeah. First of all, thank you for having me, and it's a pleasure talking to you. Uh, from a from a regulatory point of view, obviously, I think just to state the context here, the context obviously is that you know with the ICE, Ice vehicles, which is the internal combustion engine vehicles, going down and also becoming more efficient. Uh, basically, the tax that is getting collected as part of uh, whatever you pay as your gas at the gas station, uh, you know, is actually going down because of the electrification as well. Right. So the overall tax burden on the states, particularly and also at the federal level, is increasing, which means that you know apart from all the stops that have been given over a period of time for electrification now we are entering into that twilight zone where state and the federal governments are realizing that uh, you know they need to start taxing some of the electrification initiatives that are going on uh, because they are in a deficit from a taxation point of view so coming back to the regulations obviously electrification can be done at home or it can be done uh, you know as a public Uh, charging infrastructure. And what we'll see is uh, you will see a slew of regulatory um, uh, tenets that will come in both for the home usage as well as for the uh, public usage of charging stations. From a home point of view, I think you will see a mandate very soon where there is going to be either a static charge or a fixed charge that is going to be put on homeowners who will have uh, charging stations installed at home because uh, obviously the government needs to collect the, the road tax or the road usage tax uh, for the electrified vehicles, which obviously cannot be collected at the gas station as it was earlier. So you will either see a static um, you know, amount that will be put on uh, anyone who buys uh, 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 an electric vehicle or puts an electric charger at home. Or there would be a mandate which is being discussed in some states which will mandate a separate metering that will happen for the charging stations as well. Uh, And obviously, a separate metering means extra cost because the the metering will be at a different tariff than uh, the domestic use of electricity. And also putting in a different, uh, you know, a separate meter adds to the infrastructure cost for the uh, you know for the electricity providers whether it is PSEG or uh, PNG or whoever is the provider they will have to charge that back to the consumers so it's going to be a little bit of a burden on the end consumers from that point of view coming to the public infrastructure as you mentioned Kentucky uh, in fact it's not just Kentucky I think Kentucky has been uh, in the news, but there are about seven states which have announced this, including Iowa, uh, Georgia, I think, and uh, uh, there are a couple of others, uh, uh, Oklahoma. Uh, they have similar tenets which have been put in place that anyone who's charging at a public charging station, uh, the the whoever is the provider, whether it's a church or a business or whatever, not just has to uh, pay a, a kind of a tax uh, for providing that infrastructure but also they have to give an estimate of what is the charging that is going to happen uh, you know on that charging station now both of these are a little cumbersome and of course uh, uh, uncomfortable for these businesses because some of them are even non-profit like a church uh, or a place of worship so on and so forth uh, but I think the the key point that we'll keep coming back to is that the state governments are realizing that there is a deficit in terms of the road usage charges, and they're trying to put that tax back on wherever they can, um, you know, where the electrification and the charging is happening.
0: Okay, now, for this new Kentucky law, what effect do you think it'll have, if any, on the availability of public electric chargers?
1: I think the worst or I would say the worst case scenario is that, you know, anyone who was actually planning uh, to put up um, a charging infrastructure, you will see a, you see a dip in that interest itself. Because, you know, whenever a new law comes in, the understanding of it and the overall, um, you know, bells and whistles that go along with it uh, for some of these businesses, which I mentioned are even nonprofit, um, you know, it will just make it more cumbersome for them to go ahead with this. So I think that would be the worst of it because we are in a desperate need for public infrastructure for EV charging. So I think there will be an impact uh, because of that. At a second level, I think because they are, um, you know, they are required to provide an estimate of what the charging is going to be, uh, for the first few years, it's going to be really, really difficult. Um, Either of the two cases will happen. Uh, either they're going to give an estimate which is overboard because uh, because then they'll be paying more for the infrastructure for no rhyme or reason because uh, uh, you know they've just overestimated the amount of charging and the revenue that they're going to collect from these uh, uh, these stations or they are going to underreport it in which case some um, uh, state governments might levy a penalty. Uh, in case they find out that uh, you know the usage is far greater than what was estimated, there might be penalties which will come with some interest later on. so uh, all of this is in the working to be honest uh, none of it uh, uh, you know has been made into a law, and we have really started seeing effect of it, but it is uh, going to be enforced very very soon and uh, both these aspects in terms of underestimating overestimating and the loss of interest of these businesses and uh, um, you know public places in, st- in terms of installing uh, EV charging infrastructure, um, I think, is going to be under severe strain.
0: Makes sense. Well, so before I let you go, how can consumers and businesses educate themselves on on this Kentucky law and others like it and what it'll mean for them? So I think there are there are definitely um, you
1: know some websites which talk about. Uh, uh, all these laws as they come into effect at a state level uh, i would have to say that not all of them are uh, uh, you know completely up to date from what they're coming in uh, i would strongly suggest that the best way to deal with this is whoever is your provider uh, who provides uh, uh, or distributes electricity um, you know in your county or in your district uh, you have to look at their uh, website and their bulletin because by law, they have to inform if there are going to be any extra tariffs, which is the key thing here. Um, you know, in terms of any extra tariffs that have to be put in both for public as well as domestic use of uh, EV charges. At a second level, um, I would say that uh, you know you need to whenever you buy an electric vehicle, as I mentioned, in some states there are going to be uh, laws or some um, monies that need to be paid upfront um, you know by electric vehicle owners so read the um, you know read the fine print uh, because there might be an yearly charge that might come in very soon as soon as you buy an electric vehicle or you install an electric uh, vehicle charger at home so please do read the um, you know the fine print because you might not be aware that on top of whatever is the electricity being consumed, there might be a fixed charge on top of that. Uh, currently, whatever I've seen, it ranges from somewhere around $100 to $150 a year, uh, you know, per electric charge port. Uh, but obviously, this can change and increase, uh, you know, anytime. So those two are obviously uh, the most important ones. And as Cerebromex, we do keep... Uh, our website updated in terms of any new laws that come in because we are you know we are part of that business from a data point of view uh, more on the b2b side but we do keep uh, you know the website uh, abreast with uh, whatever changes we have uh, coming up at the state level
0: perfect well uh, thanks Samit. i want to thank you for your time and to our audience thanks for tuning in and have a great day